hear the music, you know the show. You are listening to Rayella Sports on the Voice America Radio Network. As you can tell, perhaps I am not Rayellis. This is Willie Gibson sitting in for Ray this week. I just want to thank Ray for this opportunity to sit in for him. He's out enjoying uh, the summer this week, and uh, we'll be back with us soon. So um, you get to sit with me for the next hour, and hopefully I get to sit with you as well. We can contribute and talk about the summer of LeBron. NBA free agency is what matters to me today. Um, please give us a call. Love to hear your thoughts on it. The number here is 888-346-9144. As I said, the summer of LeBron part three. If you will, we've had the summer of LeBron part one in 2010 when LeBron left Cleveland the first time to take his talents to South Beach, join the Miami Heat, uh, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, uh, that team won two NBA championships in the four years uh, LeBron was in Miami, which he likened those four years to college. If you are you aware, uh, LeBron came straight out of high school and uh, was drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2003. Uh, seven years, the first seven years of his career were in Cleveland, and he went to college, so to speak, in the four years that he was in Miami. And then in 2014, had the summer of LeBron part two where LeBron uh, returned home to Northeast Ohio where nothing is given, everything is earned. And that uh, famous quote from uh, the letter that he wrote in uh, Sports Illustrated to his fans of Northeast Ohio. And now here we are in 2018, uh, four years later, the summer of LeBron part three, a little uh, less uh, dramatic in, in some respects because uh, I mean, every every pundit in the world uh, has their thought and their take on where LeBron is going to go and what he's going to do. Is he going to uh, stay in Cleveland? Is he going to go to Los Angeles to play with the Lakers, perhaps the Clippers even? Is he going to go to Philadelphia with the rookie of the year, Ben Simmons? Is he going to go to Houston with uh, the MVP, James Harden? And we'll discuss the MVP and rookie of the year later on as well in this show. But uh, everybody seems to have a thought and a prediction on, on where LeBron will, will go. And uh, we'll get into that in this hour as well. Uh, a key date for uh, where LeBron will go is Friday. This upcoming Friday, uh, June 29th. Uh, LeBron has a player option uh, in his contract that he signed with Cleveland, a 356 million dollar player option that he has until Friday to exercise. And uh, a lot of people as uh, that may listen to this and think it's a no brainer. Why, you know, who turns down $35.6 million, but a uh, pretty high probability that LeBron James will turn down that 35, $6 million, $35.6 million uh, player option and clear the pathway to sign a supermax contract, uh, the new uh, collective bargaining agreement with the NBA Players Association and the NBA. Uh, LeBron James is actually first vice president of the Players Association, so he was played an uh, integral part in uh, negotiating that deal. Uh, there's a new contract now called the Supermax, and it kind of, uh, well, not kind of, it, what it does is hopefully uh, encourages franchise players with their to remain with their current teams with uh, 
a larger contract. And uh, LeBron James is in line to sign a Supermax contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers. The only team that can offer him the Supermax is the Cleveland Cavaliers. And uh, just some quick math I did before the show. Uh, He's in line for a five-year, $207 million contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And that represents 35% of the cap with 8% yearly raises. So a $207 million contract over five years with the Cavs. If he was to go anywhere else, like most predict predict that he will, let's say the Los Angeles Lakers, so to speak, he would be eligible for a extension, but it's four years and it's $145 million. So it's a difference of about 62, little more than $62 million that uh, LeBron will be leaving in Cleveland to, uh, to sign elsewhere. And it's not unprecedented because he did sign uh, a contract in Miami in 2010 when he left that he did leave $30 million on the table. So uh, it can be said that LeBron is all about the money, but he did make a, a statement when he returned to Cleveland in 2014 that he, uh, he was not, no, he was no longer interested in playing for less than the max. And at that time he had been in the league 11 years and had only been uh, paid the maximum amount of salary that he could be paid for his stature in the league three times. So three out of the 11 years he he made maximum money left uh, eight of those years that he made less than max money. So upon him returning to Cleveland and subsequently each year that he's been in Cleveland, he's made the maximum amount uh, that his contract calls for that under the collective bargaining agreement. And I don't see any, reason or any indication that that would change now with this contract, especially uh, going into year 16. And that's that's where I want to take my next point. It's interesting that LeBron James, first of all, it's amazing that the the feats that he accomplished in year 15 uh, for the first time in his career at 33 years old, year 15, played all 82 regular season games. He played all 22 playoff games. Played 104 consecutive games uh, this past season, both regular season and playoffs. So that in and of itself is a phenomenal feat. But the numbers that he put up and he's still going, he shows no indication that his his um, his he, he's slowing down at, at all. And a year and going into year 16, he's still the most sought after free agent in the NBA landscape. I mean, you have DeMarcus Cousins, you have Paul George, you have uh, Chris Paul, you have um, all of these other younger players, but yet the, the, the 16 year veteran LeBron James and quite, you know, the, you know, for all intents and purposes, the best player in the we're in the game right now is, Kevin Durant is a free agent as well. And so all of these younger, talented free agents, but yet LeBron James is the most sought after, sought after free agent in the game right now. And, and the league goes as LeBron goes. Trust and believe. Um, on July 1 at midnight, when that, cri- when that clock strikes midnight, and teams are legally, and I'm on the radio, so 
I know you can't see my air quotes, but legally allowed to contact free agents. He's going to be the first call made. I'm pretty confident by every team in the league, even those teams that conceivably have no shot at signing LeBron James. He will be the first call made by those teams as well, because you never know. I mean, that, that, that call, that interest, that show of interest, even though you have no conceivable shot to sign him this go round, may uh, earn you a little cachet in the event that he's uh, available and in this situation uh, in the, in the future. But, you know, and, and again, in year going into year 16 and, you know, he has a uh, brethren in the league that are also entering year 16 that are being uh, roundly criticized for his, uh, their contract situation and, and uh, Carmelo Anthony. And we'll discuss uh, his, his contract as well. And we'll also discuss a uh, little uh, point of contention I have with the NBA and the players association and, uh, the announcement of the NBA award show uh, on Monday night. Um, I understand the players have control and they they want the ball in their court and they want to run it how they see fit. And that's totally understood. And I, I understand. And I get that. However, it, has, it leaves something to be desired when the regular season ends on, on April 11th and we don't hear – officially who wins the MVP until June 25th, some uh, 10 and a half weeks later, after the playoffs, after the finals, after the NBA draft. It's almost an afterthought. And like I said, with the, I mean, I get it. It drums up speculation. It keeps the league in the forefront of people's minds who won their MVP. And and and, and thankfully, thankfully this year there was some um, point of contention back and forth. On, on most of the awards, especially the rookie of the year. Do you give it to uh, rookie Donovan Mitchell uh, from uh, Utah, or do you give it to uh, second-year rookie <laughs> Ben Simmons from the uh, Philadelphia 76ers? You know that you know that debate, and I get it. It, it, it kept it rolling. It kept the, the, the minds focused and in tune, and then the MVP. Do you give it to... Uh, James Harden, the eventual winner. Do you give it to a young up-and-comer, uh, Anthony Anthony Davis of uh, New Orleans, or do you give it to the aforementioned 15-year veteran uh, LeBron James? And they'll dissect the numbers because it's interesting. People who uh, say that numbers don't matter, stats don't matter, but how else how else do you determine who's the most valuable? To me, I don't understand. I don't understand. You know the most valuable most valuable player of the league. If you don't use stats and statistics are part of the equation, then how do you see fit in determining that? And then again, that's you know that's while I open it up to you. You know I'd love to hear you know if you have an alternative viewpoint. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four is the number, and, and, and explain it if if stats don't matter. And then you don't use stats to determine who's the most valuable player in the league. Then what do you use? What's the, what's the criteria? What's the criteria? I, I, I love to hear uh, anything uh, opposing that because I don't. Why do you keep score if stats don't matter? Why do you keep score? And you know that I don't. I don't see any other reason that you keep score. And if you if you're going to keep the score, why would you not 
use the scores and use the, the, the uh, statistics in order to determine who's the best. So we'll get into all that, you know, it's the, and then also as far as the NBA, uh, NFL, a little downtime in the NFL season coming up on the 4th of July, uh, training camps open in about four weeks. So not a lot going on right now in the world of the NFL, but perhaps we'll get into a little uh, NFL talk as well. I know that Ray uh, being the, the uh, former NFL player that he is, uh, we'll definitely uh, pay, homage, pay homage to the NFL as well. Um, NHL Hall of Fame induction announcements came out just before we hit the air, so perhaps we'll get into to that as well. But definitely want to focus on uh, free agency because that that excites me. I mean, some people get excited for Christmas, some people get excited for New Year's. You know, I definitely get excited for September 29th, which is my wedding anniversary. But I also definitely get excited for July 1st and the opening of free agency. So we'll get into all of that. Love to hear from you as well on any of those topics. You know, not my, of course, not my wedding anniversary, but, you know, NFL, NBA free agency, any topic that you'd like to talk about as well, give us a call, 888-346-9144. Again, this is Willie Gibson sitting in for Ray Ellis on Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. Stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Are you ready for the latest sports news, the culture around the game, and unique insight? Then you need to make Kareem and the Coach your destination each week. Host Kareem Rush played for the LA Lakers and has the inside track to personas in both professional and college sports. Co-host Eric Newman is a former basketball coach and now a producer and filmmaker. Together they cover sports and entertainment in a fast-paced hour every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
know the show, Rayla Sports on the Voice of America's radio network. I am again, Willie Gibson, sitting in for Ray Ellis, talking about the summer of LeBron, part three in the NBA free agency. Love to hear your thoughts as well. 888-346-9144. And like we talked about in the open, we've heard everybody's prediction about where LeBron's going to go. Stephen A., Skip Bayless, uh, whomever, any and everybody, Shannon Sharp has a prediction. Is he going to go to Philly? Is he going to go to Houston? Is he going to go to the Lakers, the Clippers? Is he going to stay in Cleveland? But I want to take it somewhere where I don't know that I've heard this take, but I, you know, you'll hear today on Rayla Sports and some of the most passionate, passionate sports discussions I've ever heard in my life occur at the barbershop. And what better place to go than the barbershop, the preeminent barbershop in Akron, Ohio, where LeBron James is from. In the interest of full, dis- interest of full disclosure, where I'm from, uh, owner, operator of Andrew's Barbershop, Akron, Ohio. Jason Andrew joins us here on Rally Sports. Jason, how's it going? I'm doing fine. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, man, we, we talked about it. We've heard about everybody else's take. What is the thought in Akron, Ohio, home of LeBron James. What does everybody in, in Akron think, think he's going to do? Well, everybody really thinking what he's going to do right now is stay home. There ain't no reason to collect no more accolades. Done what he needed to do. His one championship is equal to six of Jordans in Chicago. So why should he leave? He already proved his point. He don't got nothing else to prove. So stay home, make everybody happy in his family. That's about it now. We already know he already accomplished and done. If the world can't see it, they blind. Exactly, and that's it. And that's the thing. If people really listen, Jason, to what he's saying, he told you just as much. He told you at the last press conference that he had, it comes down to my family. I got a teenage son. I got a preteen son. I got a little girl who wasn't around before. I mean, you and I both are, are very, very close to his wife's family. And um, all of them are in Akron. So, like you said, why would he uproot his family and there's no – and then not only uproot his family at a financial loss because he's not going to make as much money as, he gonna make, as he's going to make in Cleveland if he goes somewhere else, and who's the guarantee that he's going to have the squad around him to beat the Warriors? So, like you said, why uproot your family? Why ruin that legacy? Why go somewhere else and you have everything that you need at home? You don't need to chase no more rings. Like you said, everything is at home comfortable, what he do for the community, we appreciate it. He don't got to tell us, we can see it. So, why leave home? Ain't no place like home. He already told you ain't no place like home. Look at his Instagrams now, his Facebook. It's the kid of Akron. And I'm glad you said that, Jason. That, that's my next point. We, we, I, I tell people this all the time, and they call me a homer, and I'm not. I'm being genuine when I say this. People do not understand what this man does for the community of Akron, Ohio. I mean, the things that you hear about, but there's so many things that you don't hear about that he does, wants no accolades for it, wants no recognition for it. He just is visible. I mean, I tell people all the time, and you know this as as well as I do, you can go to Summit Mall and see LeBron. You can go to Target or Barnes & Noble and see LeBron. And I don't know that you can do that in L.A. I don't know that you can do that in Houston, but you can do that at home. And, I mean, I don't understand. Explain. 
what's the problem? Why do people criticize this man so much when all he does is the right thing? Because when you don't have no dirt on nobody, what else can you do? You got to make something up, speak negativity about them just to have a story to write about this man. You come home, if he had anything for us to talk about, you'll know it's fresh from Akron, but there ain't nothing on him, man. He done everything a man can do, live life right, treat everybody right. What more do you want from him? What more do you want from LeBron? Well said. I mean, we're speaking to Akron native owner-operator of Andrew's Barbershop, Jason Andrew here on Rayla Sports Voice America Network. Um, Jason, so we talked about why he stays in Akron. We, we talked about why there's nowhere else for him to go. We talked about what he does in the community. I mean, his mother's there. We didn't talk about his mother. You know, Miss Gloria James is, is there, the, his family, his wife, his kids. We know there's nowhere else for him to go that would be able to give him the stability that he has there. But let's talk about the, the Cavs, the organization. Now, uh, you know, Kobe Altman. You know, is he does he have what it takes? Is he going to bring in the players that it's going to take for LeBron to challenge? I mean, Golden State. We saw we saw the sweep. We saw you know we does he have what it takes? Can he bring in players that are going to allow LeBron to compete for championships like he wants? To? I don't think we got the ammo to compete right now. What they left us in the um, draft is pretty good with the um, Colin Sexton kid, but. We really don't have no access to get nobody, really. So we'll have to bargain, get somebody cheap. Hope we get lucky on a free agent rookie or a free agent want to come to play with LeBron. Right now, Kobe's hand is full trying to get pieces for LeBron to play and operate for a championship, especially to compete in the young Eastern Conference right now. So Cavs organization got their hands full. I don't, we don't know because bad contracts put us in bad situations. It- Exactly, exactly. But we talked about it earlier as far as, um, and it's funny, we're talking about LeBron James, and I didn't realize this till right now, but today is the 15th anniversary of LeBron James being drafted number one overall by the Cleveland Cavaliers. So 2003, June 26th, we started all this. And here we are 15 years later asking, is he going to stay? Is he going to go? You know, we, we've talked about it. You know, Mate, I believe he's going to stay at home. But let's tell the people what I mean, because I can do it, but I, I, that's why I wanted to bring you on because you're on the ground every day in Akron, day in and day out, talking to the people. What is it? What? You know, just talk about LeBron, the man. When we know what he does on the court, we know what he does in, in, in the queue every time he steps on the court. But in the city, around the city, amongst the people, talk. Share a little bit about him as as the man. As well as the community goes, we see what he do for the community centers, the programs, our promise programs, what he do for the young youth, and just trying to motivate the education in the city of Akron and understanding that it takes a whole village to raise everybody. He's shown that we have put back into the schools he has just built, the I promise school run by Ms. Randy Davis. So he's doing his job to show us that education is first, family is first, and put everything in your pride to side to help one another. That's what's wrong with the world. He's trying to show you a little piece of love right now. Exactly. So, I mean, I, 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 I promise school. I didn't even mention that. It opens up uh, sometime in July, I believe. Um, like you said, yeah. you know, Miss Brandy Davis, um, a phenomenal educator in her, 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 in her own right um, as partner with LeBron. And, 
I mean, all he does is send, I mean, he does the right thing. He sends kids to school. He takes care of single moms on Mother's Day. He does all of the right things, but yet he gets criticized at every turn. Been with the same woman since he was 16 years old. No domestic violence, no DUI, none of those things. But yet, no matter what he does, it's never enough. He's always criticized. I don't know if I mean any other person would have cracked. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. But yet he continues to turn the other cheek, smile, and just continue to go about continue to go about his business. That's amazing. I mean, I don't. I think the people. I think the world he takes him for granted, and I truly believe that he will truly be missed once he's gone. Once he's retired, and realize people will realize, man, we don't realize what we had when he was here. That's so true. A living icon. Exactly. Have a living icon. In these days of time, when you got phones, Instagram, Facebook. He still can't find nothing. So positive things, but they they seem to take that and try to run with it and try to find a story, but you ain't going to find a story. Come to Akron, like I said once before, if you can find a story on LeBron and Akron, you let me know. Exactly. Exactly. But yet... You know, he you always build, he's always building around here. That's what I appreciate about him, because you don't see a lot of young African-American men, once they make it, they forget where they come from and don't try to give back what they, what they do try to stay in the community, they're doing the wrong thing. Well, he's not. And he's trying to show everybody you can still make it and still do for your community, but you don't got to hang on the street corners like the rest of the other guys. Exactly. And and I don't know I don't know that he realizes this. I mean, I, and I say it down here all the time. I mean, we have friends that live in other cities as well that, that say it. Um, but he may, being just a kid from Akron, cool. I mean, here I am. I'm you know, 43 years old, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm still just a kid from Akron. And to hear him say that, to see that on the t-shirt, that is tremendous, tremendous amount of of pride for me as a kid from Akron, as you are a kid from Akron, to see that and to put Akron on the map. And and we know, I mean, we can sit up here and talk about, we know Akron like probably no other, but to, to be and to see him as just a kid from Akron, I mean that's just I mean that like I said I'm, that just fills me with 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 uh, with pride to to say that and to see that. True. Yeah, I but I, I will let he, you he said it. Absolutely, but listen, I know we we got into your day and this is your busy time, but I just want to thank you for taking some time to talk about LeBron, talk about Akron with us here on Rayla Sports Voice America Sports Network. Again, Jason Andrew, owner-operator of Andrew's Barbershop in Akron, Ohio. Uh, thanks again. Keep doing what you're doing, Akron, because I know now LeBron's not the only one. He gets a lot of recognition, but I know brothers like yourself are doing a lot of great things in Akron, so keep doing your thing, and I'll be home next month. We'll get together. Thank you for having me. Have a good one. All right, boss. You do the same. Thank you. And, yes, sir. And that is the take from Akron, the home of LeBron James. And that, and I, I wanted to do that because, like I said, you hear the pundits, and it's true. He gets criticized so much, but you know what? I, I don't want to... I'll, I'll put a cap on this on the other side of the break. We're up against the break, but 
thank you for your time, Jason Andrew, owner operator of Andrews Barbershop, Akron, Ohio, forever in Akron. Like I said, preeminent barber in the city of Akron. But right now, like I said, we're up against the break. We are listening to Rayla Sports on the Voice America Radio Network. I'm filling in Willie Gibson. Stick and stay. We'll be right back on the other side of these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right, you are back with Rayla Sports on the Voice America Sports Network. I am Willie Gibson sitting in today for Ray Ellis. Hopefully we'll be joined again by Ray next week. But again, thanks to uh, Jason Andrew giving us perspective on the summer of LeBron part three in his hometown of Akron, Ohio. And I wanted to do that. And again, not to, uh, you know, wanted to remain remain impartial, remain objective on it, but I also wanted to let people know the the, uh, the 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 realness, for lack of a better term, and the genuineness rather of what LeBron is doing in the city of Akron. Because you know it's easy, you know people get caught up, and he's three and six in the finals, and he can't win the finals. And Jordan has six rings, and he only has three, and he can't he he won't beat Mike, and he's never be the best, but. You know, and all that is is conversation for an, a, a day, and it has its place. But I wanted to put um, a little human side, uh, put, expose the humanness, rather, of LeBron James, and and uh, I hope that was conveyed. And I hope, uh, you know, perhaps not. You know, my goal wasn't to make someone change their mind, but 
just to expose and, and provide a, an alternate viewpoint to the player. You know, we see LeBron um, on the court playing against Steph, maybe uh, talking to JR. I'm, I'm trying to say that nicely after a, a, a mistake. But, you know, we, we fail. I think a lot of times we see people on TV and it tends to dehumanize them and we forget their men, their their humans, their fathers, their husbands, their brothers, their sons. And, uh, and uh, you know, hopefully that, that, that uh, was an opportunity to, uh, to shed some light on, on the human side. But we do go back on the court, and we again, we do talk about the uh, Summer of LeBron uh, Part 3. But he's not the only free agent. And, but it's, it's funny. We spent almost, you know, definitely two, but almost three segments talking about NBA free agency, and it's all been about LeBron. But essentially, that's how the league runs. The league free agency starts July 6th. Or, I'm sorry, July 1st. The first day players can sign contracts is July 6th. And uh, I guarantee you, you may have some, and, and forgive me, this is not to belittle anyone, you know, all of these men are, are, are great players in their own right, and they have uh, earned the right to become free agents and to determine their uh, next uh, place of employment. But you may have some uh, ancillary uh, free agents sign early, but I'm pretty confident that you will not see the big name free agents of Paul George or Chris Paul, um, uh, players of that ilk. I'm pretty confident you will not see those guys sign until LeBron makes a decision. And uh, speaking of a decision, we go back to 2010 with the decision when he had the um, the uh, television program where he famously announced he I'm taking my talents to South Beach and uh, joining the Miami Heat. Now, to the, I want to discuss that a little bit. Taking my talents to South Beach. Um, LeBron gets roasted for that, and in some in some eyes, and justifiably so. But as far as taking your talents to South Beach. Taking my talents. That was actually Kobe Bryant. If you Google, if you Google Kobe Bryant's uh, announcement where he declared for the NBA draft, he announced that I've decided to forego college and take my talents to the NBA. So actually, it was Kobe's influence of taking his talents to the NBA that allowed LeBron to uh, then say. Some 14 years later, I've decided to take my talents to South Beach and join the Miami Heat. So a little uh, history lesson there. But definitely, if you get a moment, uh, Google Kobe Bryant's high school or Kobe Bryant's NBA announcement. And uh, you'll see it was Kobe that originated taking this the phrase, taking my talents too. But uh, you, you do have LeBron as a free agent, uh, a, a person that could have been a free agent, but is getting a great, great deal of criticism. Uh, stepping away from the LeBron conversation is uh, Carmelo Anthony. I uh, like LeBron just finished his 15th NBA season. And again, nah, I said I was going to move away, but here we got to, we got to give credit where credit is due. Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, 
LeBron James. We just mentioned it in the last segment. 15 years ago today was the 2003 NBA draft. LeBron James was drafted first. Carmelo Anthony was drafted third. Dwayne Wade was drafted fifth. So, you know, for completion, second was Darko Milicic of Detroit. And how does Joe Joe Dumars feel that he didn't take Carmelo Anthony, who went three to Denver, and he took Darko Milicic, and the rest is history. And then four was Toronto and Chris Bosh. So you had LeBron James, Darko Milicic, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade. Top five in 2003, 15 years ago today. But uh, and you look at that, just the top five. Darko's been out of the league. Carmelo is in the league, but some would say on his last legs. Chris Bosh, unfortunately, had some health issues with blood clots, and he had to retire uh, two years ago a little prematurely. Probably had some uh, years left in his uh, tank that he could have played, but unfortunately, due to the issues he had with blood clots, he had to step away. And uh, five was Dwayne Wade, who was uh, had a, had a he struggled last year. Let's be perfectly honest about it. He truly, truly struggled. And then you have LeBron James, who pretty much put together a masterpiece in his 15th season. Like I said, he played all 82 games for the first time of his, in his career. Never played 82 games before in, in his uh, career. And to do that in year 15, I don't think people understand the magnitude of that. That in year 15, he played all 82 games. He answered the bell each and every night for his team. And... uh he put together a masterpiece. Some would say he put together an MVP type season. Some would say he did. He put together an MVP season and should have been named the MVP. But last night, Monday night in, in uh, Los Angeles, the NBA Player Awards took place, and James Harden was named the 2018 NBA Most Valuable Player. Kind of, I have a point of contention with that because I'm looking here at side by side stats, and again, if I don't, please call me. Let me know where where am I missing it? 888-346-9144. Please give me a call because help me if stats don't determine who's the best, then please tell me what does. Because I'm looking here at these stats and I don't understand how. LeBron James wasn't named MVP for the fifth time in his NBA career. So you're looking at points. First of all, we've already discussed that LeBron James played 82 games for the first time in his NBA career in year 15. James Harden played 72 games. So he played 10 less games. LeBron scored 2,251 points. James Harden scored 2,000. 191 points. 60 more points. LeBron scored. LeBron had 709 rebounds. James Harden had 389 rebounds. LeBron James had 747 assists. James Harden, who was a point guard, had 630 assists. LeBron James shot 54% from the field. James Harden shot 45% from the field. James Harden shot 36.7% from the field. LeBron James shot 36.7% from the field. So there's a tie there. 
LeBron James played 3,026 minutes. James Harden played 2,549 minutes. We already discussed LeBron James, for the first time in his career, played 82 games. James Harden played 72. And then we go to triple doubles. Triple doubles. Points, rebounds, and assists. Double figures. James Harden had four in 72 games. Four. LeBron James had 18. 18 triple doubles in 82 games. So essentially, every four and a half games, LeBron James had a triple-double. 18 triple-doubles in 82 games. In year 15. So how the voters saw fit to give the MVP award to LeBron, or James Harden, rather, is amazing to me. And not only that, LeBron didn't even finish second. He finished third. To Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Davis finished second. So how, and then that goes back to the 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 criticism and the and the hatred in some aspects of LeBron James by certain members of the media because we have a a person that at every turn loves to take a moment to criticize LeBron James no matter what he does, and it's like how. What more does he have to do? What? How can you look at those stats and say that not only was he not the best player in the league, he wasn't even the second best player in the league, according to the voters of the, of the Most Valuable Player Award in the NBA. He was the third best player in the league. And that's, that's amazing to me that you have the situation where that, I mean, what else? I mean, what else does he have to do? What else does he have to do that he's not considered the best? I mean, he, for lack of a better, he always is known and considered the best player in the world, but yet he wasn't the most valuable most valuable player in this this season and in, in the league. And, and I know the argument is we can give it to LeBron every year, just like oh they could have gave it to Mike every year, but to to say he was third in the MVP is absolutely. That's not to me that you don't you you can't give that man the credit that he deserves as, as the best player in the league and you know the, the stats don't lie they, the, the famous phrase ball don't lie stats don't lie and at every turn James Harden took a back seat to LeBron James in every statistical category except three point shooting where he tied so hey remains to be seen but we are up against the break. We do thank you again for listening to Rayla Sports on the Voice America Network. Give us a call. Last segment coming up, 888-346-9144. I am Willie Gibson sitting in for Ray here on Voice America Network, and we will be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a 9-horse field, but really there are 7 donkeys and 2 zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right, last segment, last segment here on Rayla Sports. Sports American Sports Network. I am Willie Gibson discussing the Summer of LeBron Part 3, NBA Free Agency. I kind of tweet, uh, tease it a little bit. Our uh, last segment, um, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony, uh, like LeBron, was drafted in the 2003 NBA draft. He is coming up on year 16 himself. Uh, opted into a contract. LeBron has the uh, player option that many uh, feel he will opt out of on uh, this Friday. And what, to opt out of that, what that simply means is he will not communicate with the Cleveland Cavaliers his intentions. And, and he would have to opt into the contract to claim that $35.6 million contract uh, salary rather for next year. He will uh, not speak at all and allow that player option to expire they're therefore opting out of the contract, uh, setting himself up for a um, five-year Supermax deal with the Cavs, $207 million, or a four-year $145 million contract if he were to sign somewhere else. But going back to Carmelo Anthony, he uh, also had a player option uh, last week he informed the Oklahoma City Thunder that he would be opting in to his contract at a salary of $27.9 million. I'll say that again. Opting in to a contract at a one-year salary for the 2018-2019 NBA season of $27.9 million. Emphasis on that because I would love to know anyone who would not opt in to that contract, given the opportunity. If you have the opportunity for one year to make $27.9 million, I would love to know who would not take that opportunity. So Carmelo Anthony essentially did what pretty pretty much all of us would have done is to opt into that contract and make a guaranteed $27.9 million for next season. 
but yet he has been criticized unmercilessly since Friday's announcement that he has opted into that contract. And he's taking it well. He's taking it well because I know many that would have, oh my goodness, the things that have been said and the things that have been done, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, towards, Cor- towards Carmelo Anthony uh, regarding this contract is, is amazing. It's amazing to me. But again, it's what many of us ourselves would have done. You have an option. Who leaves $28 million on the table? Very few people. I know I just mentioned LeBron's opting out of 35 or uh, uh, 36.3. I understand that he's opting out, but he's opting out so he can sign a larger contract. It's more of a a procedural opt-out, if you will. He's opting out of 36.3 so he can sign for 207. So in in, in essence, is he truly opting out? No, he's opting in to $207 million. But in Carmelo's case, he, I mean, granted, he is not the player he once was. And he'll, he may be the, well, no, he won't be the first person to tell you that because he probably, in, in for all accounts and all of his uh, comments and, 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 and everything since uh, the end of the season, he probably, it, it leads him, it leads everyone to believe he still thinks he's the best, he's the player he once was. And he's not. And then, uh, and, and of that being said, I can honestly say, He's not the player he once was. But I also honestly can say I have not one problem at all with him opting into that contract. Zero. No problem whatsoever. Because it's a player option. First of all, the New York Knicks, the criticism should be at on, on two parties. Either the New York Knicks for signing him to that contract, for not having the foresight to think, hmm, Carmelo's going to have a $28 million option, a $27.9 million option in year 16, the last year of his deal. Should we give him this? No, they didn't think about that. They said, you know what? It's year 11. We got to give him a five-year max deal. The last year is going to be 27.9. We'll be fine. Well, guess what? They traded him with two years left on that deal. And then here's the second party who's responsible, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Because they made that trade knowing full doggone well that Carmelo Anthony had a player option for $27.9 million for the next season. And they had no problem whatsoever consummating that trade. None. None. I mean, did they think he would opt out? Did they honestly think he would opt out? Did they make that trade saying, you know what? We'll have him for a year, and if he's not good, you know what? He'll opt out. He'll want to go somewhere else. No, he has a player option on that deal for a reason. It's a player option. If it was a team option and the team declined the option, that's one thing. I I get it. Not a problem. Not a problem. But to criticize our, our Carmelo Anthony for taking advantage of the options that were presented him in a player option that was given to him in the last year of his contract. It's absolutely ridiculous. Especially again, many of us, many of us, I would almost say almost all of us would have opted into that contract and opted into that $27.9 million for next year. 
but yeah, he he gets he gets roasted and he gets criticized. And I think, I mean, uh, I don't know. People, I think uh, that <laughs> the public has this viewpoint of what uh, people on TV they see on TV should be, and I don't know. It's just amazing to me that that. I mean, God bless you, Carmelo Anthony. Take it, get paid. Take every last cent of that twenty-seven point nine million dollars. Get it, get it, because he knows. He knows this is his last deal. He knows that. He knows that this is this was the last opportunity for him to maximize his earning potential. Next year, he won't come close to twenty-seven point nine million dollars. He may not come close to two point seven nine million dollars. To be perfectly honest with you. So why would he not take advantage of the option that was given him in his contract? It was collectively bargained, and the team signing him the con signing him to the contract gave him the player option. It wasn't like and I and I and I've always subscribed to this notion. And I, and this is not to be too graphic, and I hope it's not, but I've never heard nor seen a gun being pulled in any type of contract negotiation between a player and a team. Never. I've never heard of it. If it's happened and I'm not, I'm unaware of it. I apologize. I misspoke. Please, please educate me and let me know the error of my ways, but I've never seen nor heard of a gun being pulled or any, uh, coercion or threats or, or, or espionage or any, any, any of the like being done in a contract negotiation when it comes between a player, his representatives, representation, and an organization. So I think a lot of times teams may make mistakes and they hope that the, the, the player will bail them out by not taking the deal or opting out of the contract. Uh, rumor is, uh, and this is a bad move in my mind, um, Thaddeus Young of the Indiana Pacers is going to opt out of a $13.4 million contract. He has a player option uh, for next season with the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Word is he's going to opt out of uh, that $13.4 million player option and become an unrestricted free agent. It's a slippery slope. Who knows? Maybe I, I hope he's getting good advice. I hope his agent is advising him properly, correctly, that if you leave this 13 Point four million dollars on the table. He's not going to sign for seven. He's not going to sign for nine, and he's not going to sign for eleven. So for him to opt out of thirteen point four, I hope, I hope that he has a deal on the table for at least fifteen, because that makes no sense whatsoever to opt out of a thirteen point four million dollar deal, and you have less than that uh, facing you in, in, the, in the near future. But as I said, that's what gets me excited about free agency. You just never know. And, I, and no, it remains to be seen next week. Uh, hopefully it'll be uh, day three of free agency. And there's still no official contracts can be signed, but you may have some uh, uh, little information about potential deals being done with free agents. Again, LeBron uh, reports are that he will decide by uh, July 4th, which leads, which again leads to me to believe that it's Cleveland. I mean, there's no, there's not going to be these grand productions or presentations. He doesn't want all of that. He doesn't want to take a lot of meetings. I think 
for all intents and purposes, for the, the, the reasons we discussed earlier in the show, it's going to be Cleveland. But it remains to be seen, and we'll see if I'm right coming up in the near future. But again, I want to thank Mr. Rayellis for allowing me to sit in for him today. You are listening to Rayellis Sports on the Voice America Radio Network. Thanks, as always, to the super producer, A-Rod, for making me sound good and taking good care of me today. Ray will be back next week. And as he says, we will talk to you the next time, which it will be the best time. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. 